Hey guys, I'm Jason Guyman, host of the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I am a self-employed entrepreneur. I grew my pressure washing business to a million dollar business in just under five years. And now I'm helping hundreds of pressure washers start and grow their pressure washing business also. I'm helping you so that you can be the king of pressure washing in your area. Today's show is going to be an awesome show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. Are you ready to get to the next level? Let's get started. Jason Guyman here with King of Pressure Washing tonight. We're going to talk about marketing. Why? Because Jason loves talking about marketing and I'm made all of every Wednesday night is going to be about marketing because if we can't grow our business through marketing, there's no use buying a big rig and putting you in a bunch of debt and going in the hole. So I'm going to teach you how to start and grow a business with marketing, 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 marketing. Um, and so tonight we're going to talk all different kinds of things. I'm going to kind of talk about um, and this goes for whether you are in a pressure washing business, whether you are in a Christmas light business, or you're in a junk removal business, or whatever type of service business you're in, this works for every one of them. And so I actually wrote a pretty big blog about this, and so a lot of my bullet points will be going along with that blog. And so this is where I will be doing about talking about all of this information here is about my blog over here that I've been writing and I'm going to start blogging more. And so if you want to go check it out, you can go to king of pressurewash.com and check out the blog. If you like to read, um, if you don't like to read, then the videos are over there and that's about all I have to say of that. <laughs> and it's an easy way to find everything. So with this, you know, I, I see a lot of people and I actually got a question today. Um, it came in off of uh, my, in my Facebook message. And I wonder if I can pull it up again, because it was a good question. It's a, it's a legitimate question that people don't always understand. And, and so we'll hit this right here. And so it says, can you explain marketing? I have ads running for almost two weeks and nothing. And so we're going to talk all about this right here about marketing, about growing your business. Because if you can't grow your business, then it's probably dying. And so that is why I'm here to help you all grow your business. But before we get started, let's talk to some people out there. We got Jason Marketing. There's no shame in my yard sign, in my yard sign game. Just watching my competitors fiddles out. Consistent, relentless, and prolific. Those three words right there are the most important thing that you have to think about in this business. I don't care what kind of business you have. If you're not consistent, you're not relentless, you're not prolific, you got to be consistent. Every week we're putting them out. Even after two weeks, it's not working. Well, maybe is it the ad? Is it the landing page? What's the problem? You have a problem, but we have to be consistent to make sure we can start tweaking that and finding out what that problem is. Then we got to be relentless. We got to do it when it's hard, right? We got to do it when we're tired. We got to do it when it's hot and we don't want to do our five around or it's scary to get out and put the yard sign out. We got to be relentless. We got to do it 
when it's the time is tough and we don't want to do it. We have to be relentless. And then we got to be prolific. We just got to go do it and hammer it out of the ballpark and do what we need to do to make us keep growing. Um, Alex says, let's go. Power is knowledge. We got big, big time in the house. Mr. George Yost, how's he doing today? We got Zerny What Up family, um, Mr. Billy, Miss Pink Robin from Tampa DJ's down in that DJ is in Tampa this week. Um, he's in your neck of the woods somewhere down there. Um, what's up? Hope everyone, everything is well. We are checking for class. Awesome. 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 So if you want to know what, if you're coming to class, you can check out, um, kpttrain.com. And yes, there's still open spots. If you want to come for this weekend, I know it's three days before, two days before, but I've had people sign up the morning of. And so this class is going to be amazing. We got Mr. Chris in the house is going to be helping with the class. He is going to bring gold. I'm going to bring gold. This is a hands-on class. We're going to be, I'm actually doing some different things. Um, I actually just got my certification um, I don't know if I can find that here. I just got my certification for my, um, so that I can do the disc test and, and talk about disc and how it works. And so we will be talking about how this will help you sell to people and how people are different and how we sell to this group of people and how we sell to this group of people. And then we're going to talk about love languages because there's difference of those in people. And so this class, I'm doing a whole lot more on the selling side and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And you're going to learn a whole lot. I guarantee it. This class will blow your mind away right now. I think we have eight or nine. So I do have room for a few more. Um, obviously we don't want it too big because then we don't get the hands on pressure washing, hands on going in person to a sales call of an in-person sales call. Have you ever did that before at a training? Well, we're going to do it this at this training. So you do not want to miss this training coming up. And so you definitely want to make sure you're coming. Former Glory LLC checking in from Kentucky. How's everyone doing? I'm in Kentucky. It's raining and storming right now, or was. Hit the like button. I appreciate it. Miss Tricia up in Ohio. Um, hey, Jason, congratulations on your discus certification. Thank you. Um, Yard Signs will be here tomorrow and passed out 250 door hanger flyers. Looking forward to bringing in clients here in Foley, Alabama. Sweet home, Alabama. What's up? How are you doing? Cleaning service. Um, Mr. And Andy, what's up? I just received the first hundred yard signs today, this evening. What's up, Mr. Chris on LinkedIn? How are you doing? We got Mr. Tristan in the house. Mr. Tristan in the house. All right. He's on LinkedIn and YouTube. And so Mr. Chris will be teaching and giving knowledge and doing his thing also. High Point Soft Wash, Spring Hill, Florida, yard sign, yard sign, yard sign. That's the book I need about love languages to act appropriately with different personality types. Um, so let's talk about that. That'll be my book for the night. Um, if you haven't read this book, it's a great book, not only for business, but 
if you have a spouse, if you want a spouse, it's a great book. It's called The Seven Love Languages. Um, and it's a good book to read. It's not really a business book, but it works in business just as well as it does that it works for your employees, your customers, um, and your spouse and your kids to understand how people are. And that is so important when we are trying to sell people. Because again, as I always say, we are not selling pressure washing. We are not selling that you have an eight gallon a minute and we're going to chemical clean this house and it's going to be amazing. And that is not what we are selling right? Who, who, if you are selling that, you're going to be stuck. You're going to have low pricing. You're not going to be able to sell for what you're worth. And so if you want to sell for what you're worth, you have to understand how people work, right? We talk about, Jason talks about all the time about psychology. And yes, if the more you know, understand about psychology and how a person thinks and how a person works, you know, in, in this last training that I did that for my to get this this um, sort of trainer is it, it talks all about people and how different people there's four groups and they're all different right and yes there's one group that makes up 70% of them 69% of them but they're still all different. Some people are task oriented. Some people are people oriented. Some are introverts. Some are extrovert. Some are um, you know some are easy to work with. Some are hard to work with. These are things that we have to understand about people. And the seven love languages is a book and you don't even have, you can actually go to their website. They have a ton of information there. You can take the free quiz and it will tell you what your love language is. It doesn't cost you a thing and it will help you and have you do it, have your spouse do it, have your kids do it because you will understand how people work and what they like and what they don't like. And I will about guarantee you that you will like something that your spouse don't care two rats about, right? You know, my love language, my number one is touch. I like to touch. My wife, number seven is number seven is touch, right? She loves gifts. My worst one is gifts. So it's crazy how we're brought together completely opposite. And that's how we come together. It's the same way with the disc personality test. I'm, I'm a high I and some D and she's, uh, C, like a hundred percent C. That's what drives her analytics and, you know, knowing the rules and this is the rule. And I'm a rule breaker and I'm a, I'm a, I'm out there to have fun and right. That's who I am. And she's completely different. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about one or the other. It's how we can start growing and how we can understand each other. And it's the same way within sales. If we go somewhere and, and this person I can tell has a love language should touch and I give them a pat on the back man that just made their day or maybe they got a big boat and they're you know they love words of encouragement or words of affirmation I'm like man and I just stroke that I'm working I'm not stroking them about their house wash that they don't care about their house wash they're getting their ego fed by having their boat and they're talking about their truck that's all jacked up and whatever else they might have or and, and that's building that relationship with us 
through being able to sell higher, being able to get higher average tickets, and this is how we can do it. It's not going out there and saying, I got this eight gallon a minute. We use these J-Rods here. Um, they care less about it. They literally care less about it. So let's talk about what I was supposed to be talking about that I went down a, um, a whole other avenue, but that's all right because I figure somebody will get something out of it, right? And so let's talk about. So first off, who is your customer? Do you know who your customer is? Is your customer everybody or do you have a certain area of your customer, right? Where does your customers and where are their neighborhoods at? And so this is something that is important that a lot of people get wrong. They just get this wrong. And I wasn't going to show this, but I will show this here today. And so there's a tool out there that I will, I didn't put on here, but I'll show you this tool to see where is your customer at? Who is your customer? And so this is a little bit old, but it will still work and you will still get the gist of it. This here, it's called, um, I don't know if I can back out enough that you'll be able to see where it's called from. Um, it's called, if you look up that website right there that I got right there, you'll see it right there. Um, energy justice and it's and when we start scrolling in here we can start seeing where our neighborhoods that we want so for instance if we click on right here in this right here indian hill their income average is a hundred and seventy thousand dollars i would say that's pretty good customer right this is called indian hill it's probably one of my biggest neighborhoods between indian hill and which one is this one here um the up in this area all right 115 um this one's 109 this here is the honey hole so this is 275 loop that i always talk about you can see the 275 loop it comes down and around here um and it goes around here and this up here is the honey hole this east side and up here is all honey hole. That's where 80% of my customers was. I live down here in Flor in this area, but this isn't really, this right here is called Triple Crown, and they ha they make 132, but it's a very small, and then this is by the river, and there's really not a whole lot there. But this is a way to understand where my customers, where am I looking for? What neighborhoods am I looking for? And this is important, so that way, if we are in this red, or we're in this dark red of $29,000, that's not my neighborhood. And if you live out here, that's not your neighborhood. You got to drive where the money is. Now, not saying all red is bad. Sometimes if you're around a big lake and you're around a big lake and there are um, vacation homes, well, their money is not going to be because that's not their main address. So their money is actually going to be down. And so it might look this way, but they're around the lake and it's the high dollar end. And that's where we want to be at. So this is a way that we can start looking at this and saying, all right, where am, where do I want to, um, what neighborhoods am I looking for? Not just, well, I'm going to just start throwing stuff out and not being paying attention to it. It's more of finding out where are the neighborhoods that we're looking for. If we can find the neighborhoods that we want, then we're going to stay there and we're going to, and we're going to hit on it really, really hard. 
The next thing is, is what does your target audience looks like? What does that person, do you have a person that you can sit there and say, you know, it's a, they, they're in their thirties to fifties. They have two to three kids. They're married. They go to this school. And when we, when we get down into the, our targeting our audience that much, then whenever I start doing marketing, whenever I start doing branding, whenever I start doing a value proposition, which is developing a pro value proposition of the next thing, and basically I'm talking to that customer. When that customer hears me talk, I'm literally talking right into that customer because I've gotten my target audience and I know who it is. If I'm thinking that it's a 20-year-old and I'm talking to them like they're a 40-year-old, it's not going to work. They're not, we're not on the same page. We're here, they're here. You know, it's the same thing with what I was talking about in the very beginning about the disc. If they're a, if they're, if they're a D and you're a, uh, an S or an I and you're not getting eye to eye, well, they're going to blow you off because that's the way we got to understand how people work and what they're doing. And people that are like people buy from each other. And that's an important thing. And so if we can start knowing who our target customer is, then that's better. You know, is our target customer a stay-at-home mom and they drive a minivan? Or is our target customer a working mom and she's doing this, this, and this, right? When we come through here, it doesn't matter what we're selling. It all comes down to understanding who our customer is. And then the next thing is, is what is your value proposition? Are you just selling pressure washing or are you giving a value, right? Are you giving value? Are you bringing all the value for your business? You know, are you highlighting any advantages of working with you? What, what, and then we're not just making it about us because if we make it about us, that is a problem. We got to make it about them. And how do we make it about them? Just right here, what Dan said right here, listen to your customers, not keep talking. Talking. And this here is probably one of the hardest things that I have to overcome working with people. Let your customer talk. Ask questions. Because when you're asking questions, that puts you in control, but they're giving you all the information that they want. And no, we're not asking all questions about the house. We're just asking questions. Another great book that I just, that I'm actually reading while I'm swimming. I swim three days a week. I'm reading it right now. It's called The Sales Machine. And the goal in that book talks about how much they used to do, um, they used to do contests. Who could get the most information from the person? And I'm not talking about their size of the house. I'm talking about what's their kids' names? What's their dogs' names? What's their cats' names? What's their spouses' names? How long have they lived in the house? We get all that information. Guess what? That's our target customer right there, right? Hey, this we got three kids. They got a dog and the dog's name. And this way, when you're talking to them the next time, and maybe old Barney is not feeling very good, and you can say, hey, how's Barney doing? Hopefully he didn't pass away, but how's Barney doing, right? The dog. And so these are things that we can do to learn to be able to get our business where we want it to. Do you want to just be a 
one-man show and you make thirty, forty thousand dollars a year and you're just scratching by and you're not making no money? Or do you want to make six figures? Or do you want to grow it and scale it so that you can have more time freedom, more financial freedom? And that's what I want. I want you to have more time freedom and financial freedom so that you can spend with your family. That's the most important thing that what we're doing here and as we're growing this business and as we go to whatever you want to do. What's your brand message? What are you, and you know, a lot of people are like, I'm branding here. I'll give you one that's branding. This is, I'm branding. This isn't branding, putting the yards, putting a logo. That's not branding. What's branding? How do you deal with customers? How do you talk to customers? How, how, you know, if I said, um, my pleasure, right? That's branding. You could, anybody in here probably, I would hope so, can name the, the place that I'm talking about by just me saying my pleasure. Um, and so you, and, and so just by me saying my pleasure, that is branding. That is more branding, not just the, 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 oh, and then another part of that branding is a cow, right? A cow has branding for a chicken joint, but yet my pleasure and I say that I can get you to come to Chick-fil-A faster than any other way out there. What other businesses do you know that have amazing branding like Chick-fil-A? I want to hear what actually I want to see what some of you all say. What are some characteristics or branding that Chick-fil-A has right now that you can start writing them down? And I can come up with a couple of them. I can come up with um, several of them. And I want to see what you, your thoughts of what branding for Chick-fil-A by me just saying Chick-fil-A. What are some of the things that come to your mind when I just say Chick-fil-A in that branding, right? And so when we're branding, what is your brand? How do you talk to people? How do you do different things? Um, I started the sales machine book. Great book. It is a great book. I wouldn't off, I wouldn't tell you a bad book. No, I might tell you a bad book every once in a while. Um, but that is a great book. Um, marketing is essential. But also as a small business, you need to focus on retention. It's free. Keep customers and milk that customer cycle, right? What 150,000, right? Um, what are you doing to try to get more customers? Um, whether you're doing the referral card, um, right? We're going to do referrals. We're going to ask them for them. Um, and we're going to do reviews and we're going to keep touching to that customer. A lot of times that's where people don't get it. So we got customer service. Absolutely. Chick-fil-A has one of the best customer services. You probably can't tell me another restaurant unless it's like a high end restaurant that has anywhere close to the customer service. Smiling employees all the time. Absolutely, a hundred percent. These are things that what sets them apart. I started my um, my late last year and learned very, this very quickly. I live in Cincinnati, as Eastgate area. Started marketing Eastgate, and no one could afford my prices. Go to Anderson, and there you go. Exactly. So these are things that we have to do, and then we're going to do marketing in different channels. We're not just going to do one thing and say, "Well, that didn't work, Jason." Jason, you said I could make one hundred fifty thousand dollar pressure washing and it just isn't going to work because I tried to do marketing for two weeks. I ran some ads like you told me to run for two weeks and I've not got anything. So I'm just going to give up and quit. 
And that's not what I'm saying at all, right? Exactly. This is exactly what we're doing. We're selling solution with reasonable expectations. And so, you know, we're going to do different ways of marketing. We're going to try to see what works best. Um, you know, and then another thing is, is what, what is, um, some key metrics that we're looking for, right? What's our conversion rate? How many people does it take for us to get from point A to point B, right? What What is... How do we get there from point A to point B? What's the, what's our audience engagement? Are we posting? Are they engaging? Are we able to reach them? Are we talking their stuff? Um, what's the return on investment? How much are we spending versus how much we're getting? You know, if we spend a hundred dollars, well, we hope to get 500 to a thousand out of it, right? That's kind of the goal. Sometimes it's not always the case, but that's the goal. You know, sometimes if we break even, that, that might be all right because what's the lifetime value of that customer i'm not saying that's all right but i'm just saying that could be where we want to be cleanliness is another one at chick-fil-a They're, they are owner operators unlike other fast food we consistently work for chick-fil-a and we sell value and customer service teamwork a hundred percent you know, and so just by me talking about this, this is what people are getting just from that right there. What are, are we getting referrals? Referrals are huge. If you're not asking for referrals, you should definitely focus on getting referrals. Referrals are amazing. Um, and setting up paid ads is another way of getting business, right? So we got SEO, we can do our website, we can, um, but just because you have a website doesn't mean you're going to get business. I guarantee you, just because you get, um, just because you do um, a website and you pay two, three hundred, five hundred, five thousand dollars for this website doesn't mean you're going to get business. I can build your website and it doesn't mean you're going to get business. It's just a website. There's other things that go along with this. And this is things that we have to understand. And so you put, I just started my pressure washing business yesterday. Good stuff. And what I'm going to tell you to do is, is learn this. It doesn't matter about the equipment. If we can't get customers and we can't sell customers, there's no use buying a five, 10, 20, $30,000 rig that every Everybody else out there is going to tell you to go do. And that is just what I'm telling you as someone here that I've seen it over and over and over that they buy a $20,000 rig and then they sell it for 15, 20, 15 to 10 in a year or so because they didn't know how to get money. They didn't know how to get that phone to ring, right? We have to understand how do we get the phone to ring? So if we are going to do a website and we are going to pay $500, $1,000 a month for SEO, search engine optimization, you know, we got to optimize content. We got to do blogs. We got to do different things. We got to create backlinks, right? Um, backlinks. And if we can get them from local places is better than anywhere else. Um, we're going to utilize social media platforms. We're going to we're going to use Facebook. We're going to use LinkedIn. You can literally use, you know, I teach all the different ways of getting business. And to get to 100,000, usually you can find one or two channels and it'll get you there. You do very well at it and it can get you there. Um, if you want to get past that, usually you're going to have to figure out other channels of how we're going to go and get this done. 
Establish customer retention program. That's kind of what back there. What are you doing to try to get that? Are you doing any way of business to get that repeat customer? Are you texting? Are you, are you emailing? Are you calling them once a year? Right? Yes. We're going to keep engaged with that customer. We're going to put their information in a CRM so we can talk about it when we call them on the phone. These are things that will help us keep us going. You know, a lot of people, I see it over and over. They have this CRM and they have all these amazing contacts in them and they literally never touch them. They don't call them. They don't text them. They don't email them. They don't do anything, but they have this $300, um, CRM and it's amazing, but they do nothing with the, those contacts. And I don't care about a $300 CRM if I can't touch those contacts. That $300 CRM does me no good. A $30 CRM does me no good just to hold data. If we're just holding data to hold data, that does us no good, guys. We have to, we have to touch them. We have to keep involvement in them. You know, I see a lot of people have the $30 ones and the $100 ones and the $300 a month. And they're not doing anything to do. They, it just holds your, it just holds all your data and man, it looks pretty and everything. And yes, I'm hitting on some people here of with jobber, which is $300 a month or any other ones up to it. If we're not touching them, what's the purpose of it? So we look pretty and professional when we send an invoice. Well, you can go on Excel and do that. You can go anywhere and do that. So what is a CRM? It's a customer relationship management is what it stands for. And what this is, is where you've, so you, it uses a lot of times we use it for bidding. We can use it for invoicing. We can use it to touch the customers. We can use it to text. We can do it. If you're not going to be texting in that, just use QuickBooks. That way it also will track all your business expenses. And so these are things that we have to think about when we are are growing it. It's never about the equipment. I learned this the hard way. I, 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 you're not the only one that learns this the hard way. A lot of people learn this the hard way. They go buy a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar rig. They go put ten, twenty thousand dollars in time, and they don't put nothing in marketing. Marketing is what it is. Marketing, marketing, marketing. I can't preach this enough about marketing, marketing, marketing. A contractor reached out to me and wants to sub me out. Also wants to put a link on my website to his website. Um, I would be the other way. How about you put a link from your website to my website, buddy? That's where I would be. Um, what my CRM is my notebook because it's my first year. And it, and it, and here's the thing. You can get free CRMs. I get it with the notepad, but I don't like it. Because you can have a whole notepad book of numbers and stuff in it. And then you do nothing with it. You lose this. Now you've lost everything. If you're looking for a free one, there's free ones out there. Yardbooks is literally free. You can go to Yardbooks and it is a free CRM and it will, it does well. DJ used it for two years. He used the free version for two years. Um, it gets you jobs from previous jobs and leads, help you have a dashboard to make good decision and to know your numbers. And it does help you know your numbers. And if you don't know your numbers, that's a whole nother issue. Um, another way we can get clients is referrals. Referrals. Not just referrals from the clients, but um, 
building relationships with local businesses, right? Go go network. And when we network, we can network and go to business meetings like BNI, Chamber of Commerce. We can go to any of these here. And this is another way that we can get more business. You know, it's all about how do we get more business? How do we get more phone calls? You know, and I know a lot of times, like I said, we can get to $100,000 with one or two methods. When we start getting more than that, it's more than just one or two methods, right? You know, you're doing Facebook, you might be doing Google Ads, you might be doing um, LinkedIn, you're doing different things to try to help get leads. The goal of the, the game is, is how much can we get this bad boy to ring? If we can't get this thing to ring, it does us no good right? I don't care what equipment to get you have. You can literally have the best, the best, the most awesome stuff, um, equipment. But if this thing don't ring and it don't, it don't matter. You know, when I started my business in 2012, 2013, I went to the huge convention and then they were like, man, and on all of the forums, this was before Facebook groups, all of the forums was like, this person right here is awesome and amazing. If you use this person, your phone is going to blow up. It's just going to go blow up, right? That's that's what they said. It's just going to be amazing. Well, $5,000 later, the phone never rang. Five grand. They said this thing was going to ring if I paid five grand. So, you know, when I say a website don't always mean anything, it don't always mean everything, guys. I paid five grand for a website and SEO, and it was just a pretty phone that didn't ring. And we don't want that, right? So there's different ways that we got to get businesses. Um, can you give me a good door-to-door -door sales pitch? Yeah, we're not selling. We're going to go and give value. How can you give value? Hey, I can wash your house. No. That's not value. That's trying to shove it down their throat. And if, you, if you're dealing with the 70% of the people out there, that's the S people, if you're trying to shove something down their throat, they're going to tell you to go pound salt and see you later, right? So you got to know back to who are you dealing with? What does your customer look like? Who is the customer? What psychology do we got to use for that customer? And like I say, one group is 69% of it. Everybody else is like two of them are 17 and one's 3%. Um, so it's very different there. Um, so these are ways that we can grow our business you know, another way is, are you getting your reviews? Reviews are amazing. Reviews will help your local business. It'll help your Google local. So when they find you in maps, that all comes from reviews. And so reviews are definitely something that we have to do to do this. Um, Tristan asks, how often do we follow up with commercial um, pending bids? I mean, we don't want to bother them too much, but I would be, you know, once a week, Maybe once every other week, I'd be touching them. Um, and I might even go in person and be like, hey, I was just down the area bidding on another, doing some work down here. And I wanted to just stop by and see if there's anything I can help and ask and to do it. Um, what do I think about Nice Job? Um, I think that what I can do with my websites here is be the same. So if you are in, uh, if you have one, if you're at the 
plan of mine, it's going to do the same. I can ask for referrals just the same. It's a good platform. Um, I know they were having some issues because they're sending all of the stuff out of one um, IP address, and Google does not like everything coming from one IP address. And I do think they may have changed it. Um, nice job in them, but I'm not 100% sure. So... Uh, Jason, are you still running at the firehouse? No, I've been retired slash quit two years ago. Um, I still talk to them down there, but that's it. Preach it, boy. I spend 50 bucks a month on my CRM. No more. Just helps me stay a little organized. Yep. A hundred percent. Um, so what other questions we have? Um, what book? What book is that explains disc and personality? Um, it's actually, a, it's actually a, it's like a, there's a couple different ones out. There's not really a book on it. Um, usually it's like, it's basically you take your disc test and then um, like people like me are doing the training side of it, of that side of it. So that's how it works. Um, I, I, I'm sure there may be a book out there. Um Actually, I know there's some old, old books about it. So which website hosting service do you recommend? Um, it, it, yeah, Tony Robbins has ones um, for sure. He, You can take the test for free, but it don't actually give you a whole lot of information. You got to pay like 9700 bucks to do it. Um, which host website hosting do you recommend? Pick one. I mean, if you want one fast, it's going to be something like WP Engine, and it costs 100 bucks a month. Um, if you want one like all the rest of them, then it's where that is um, for them. Hi from Florida. Um, are Uber Suggest and ChatGPT the same thing? No, not even close. Um, Uber Suggest is just tells you about websites and you know where you're ranking at and all of that. ChatGPT writes stuff for you. Um, you can write blog posts with it. You can write it's AI and AI is crazy. Um, AI has come a long way in the last six months. It is crazy from Wisconsin. When is a good time to start putting out yard signs when the grass is starting to get ready to be mowed? That's a good time to start putting them out. Now I do know that the phone is starting to ring around here, which is, you know, a sign the grass is starting to grow. Not to say that we won't get a snow in, um, April, but it is definitely things that things are going to be good. A good book for retention, never lose another customer, fill your bucket and patch the holes. Keep all your customers. Yep. What's your thoughts on yard signs? A hundred percent. Hell yes. Moneybushes.com. Um, you can get to a hundred thousand dollars putting out yard signs. Um, I would, I know people that have made more than a hundred grand off of yard signs. I can, I can name them off right now. Um, Jason Hefner, uh, my guy services, uh, Jeremy, uh, no, Jeremy don't put them out. Um, I'm trying to think who else puts them out religiously. DJ probably come close to Hatton. Um, quite, no, he kind of got lazy on me. Um, but yeah, a bunch of people. Um, it's a good way to get there quick. Um, limitless when the ground is frozen. <laughs> Jason, I'm just starting trying to find the best route to reach customers in an untapped market. Just Facebook, um, yard signs, uh, networking, any way you can. That's what we're going to do. 
putting put yard signs out now. I got some still out over the winter. What is your experience with EDDM? It works. Um, I know a few people that have a great success with it. EDDM is one of those things that we just don't send out one time and say, well, that didn't work, right? EDDM or for even doing door knocking, door knocking or door hangering. Both of these are the same. We got to do them every three to four weeks, every three to six weeks. And we got to do it three to four times. And every time we'll do it, our, our, our ROI will go up. Um, if you just do, if you just do 10,000 across everywhere and you never touch them again, you're probably going to get one phone call. But if we do them 3,000 each time in the same exact neighborhood, the same exact thing, it will get better for you as you do it. Is job or a good CRM? Yeah, it's good, but it's a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars that if you, if you're just starting out, put it in marketing. I don't care. Put it in marketing. Go find the free one or the $39 one. Put it in marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Yeah, lazy, but they work, especially when they're in your garage. Yard signs, they really work. Keep them simple. Pressure washing and phone number. Yeah, don't go putting all the crap on them. Pressure washing and phone number is it. 24-volt pump, you like them? Never use the one, so I can't say one way or the other. Sean, does house wash or gutter cleaning work for signs? No. Gutter cleaning will work for signs. Um, house washing usually don't work. I, I mean, I've had people that do house washing and do okay, but most people I know that it is pressure washing. When people, when I look at people's AdWords that I'm set up for them, they don't type in house washing. They type in pressure washing. So that's, you know, house washing, soft washing are all industry terms. You've learned those in the Facebook groups. If you didn't know nothing about this and you, when you started doing this business, you didn't call, I'm going to go house washing. I'm going to go pressure washing. You told your friends, I'm going to start a pressure washing business. Why is that? Because they understand pressure washing, house washing, roof cleaning, all of that are industry terms and people don't understand it. What filters are you imputing to get their information on energy website? Uh, we're just, um, just putting it in there. 150 yard signs last week, $3,100 in work this week. Um, bought them back from the guy that picked them up. Awesome. Nice. Um, has anyone, has anyone have any luck with paid next door? I've never tried it. I know Jason tried it. I don't know if he had much luck with it or not. Door hanger strategy. What are you putting on the door hanger? Same thing. Once we're keeping it simple, guys. I know a lot of people, we want to put 20 things on it. We're keeping it simple. We have to do it over and over and over. Um, do you have a video for plumbing up a pressure wash hose and real tank? Yes, I do. You can go on my channel here and you can go back and I've got some playlists of it. Um, I have it in my membership. Uh, if you go to King of Pressure Wash, I have it there. Um, I have a whole lot of it um, for sure. I use house washing with yellow signs and I made 60K. Cool. Awesome. First year. That's cool. Um, next door sucks. <laughs> Uh, I don't know for sure, but that he says it sucks. Um, Devin, what's up? So, and if you all have any more questions, I know I'm, I didn't scroll back up there, but you all didn't talk too much tonight when I was talking, but you know, 
yard signs do work. Um, I really like and I I'm a big advocate of yard signs. Yard signs is a, one of those that it doesn't cost you a whole lot to get into it, and it works. Um, you put them out, and people will call you. It's crazy that a a piece of plastic can make us, and you never know how much this yard sign is going to make us, right? This yard sign here could make me $100,000 put on the right corner at the right time with the right person going by, right? In the right school or the right hospital. Um, I can make 10 grand off this one yard sign. I can make 20 grand off one yard sign. And you'll be surprised when you're putting these out. Most of your calls will come from the, all the same places. And so this is why it is important that we're putting them out. We're doing it. We're being relentless. We're, we're being consistent and we're doing it. You know, when you quit, when your business starts taking off and you get busy, don't quit marketing. Don't stop marketing, guys. That's when we go put more signs out. That's when we go do more five arounds and ten arounds. That's when we go and do more, right? I see so many people that get busy and they quit. And guess what happens to their business? And then they start doing marketing again. And then they get busy. And then they quit. And it'll shut off just like that. So when you guys start doing this stuff, you have to keep marketing. When when it's May, April and May, and it's you're busy and you're working 60, 70 hours a week, you're still putting out yard signs. You're still doing those five arounds. You're still putting money in Google ads. You're still doing those things to keep our business going and keep it growing. Because what you can do is, is you can do this thing called raise your prices. When you get two, if you're two weeks out, you better start raising your prices. Either raise your prices or put another truck on the road. And even if you're brand new, you either raise your prices. And I don't mean $10. I mean $50, And you will still sell jobs, guys. You'll be like, huh. They bought that for $500. I wouldn't have barely charged $250, but Jason told me to raise my prices, and I did. And now I'm getting $500 instead of $200 because people will pay it. If you have good customer service, you have good reviews, you have all of these things that we keep talking about in here on marketing, it will grow your business. I promise you it will grow your business. Do you recommend offering packages and estimate you send to people or just trying to upsell? No, packages. We got to do packages. Packages, packages, packages. If they call for a $300 house all wash, we're offering them a $15,000 package every freaking time. We're going to offer them house wash. We're going to offer them driveway cleaning. We're going to offer them roof cleaning. We're going to offer them driveway sealing. We're offering them the world because if we don't offer it, they're not going to buy it very rarely, especially if you have, um, especially if you have employees. Good luck on trying to get the upsells. It's tough. I use pressure washing in the spring and summer and some gutters in the fall because of you, Jason. Man, I'd love for you to come. Where do you want me to? Um, I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach this weekend, and I'm going to go check out this, and you'll see all my training dates. I have a bunch of training dates. I'm KPW Train, or you can go to kingofpressurewash.com and go that route but kpw train will take you to all my training dates i got them all in there i got them in there for pressure washing christmas lights everything we love them how do you survive winter in uh in, in ohio christmas lights you make you make 
You make more money doing Christmas lights than you do pressure washing in two or three months. That's how you do it. Stay with Jobber or jump to Marquette. Um, I would probably just stay with Jobber. I mean, I know it's expensive, um, but the bad thing about Jobber is is they don't have good follow-up. That's the problem with Jobber. And if you're only by your one-man show and you don't have no employees, Jobber's really overkill. You have to check with the city or anyone when you put out the yard signs. Well, you can, and they're probably going to tell you you're not allowed to do it. Um, and you're probably going to get told no, is what you're probably, there's probably an ordinance out there that's going to tell you no. And you will find out real fast where you can and cannot put them. They will call you and they will threaten you. Um, you do, you handle that one of two ways. <laughs> one of my competitors, the way he handled it is he just blocked her phone number and told him to go pound salt. Um, and that's the way he handled it. And he kept putting them out. Um, you know, it's one of those things that they're going to tell you that this city don't put them out. Um, you can still put them in yards. Um, you kind of got to know the rules of where you can and where you cannot do it. Where do I buy yard signs? Moneybushes.com. Moneybushes.com. Where's my money bushes at? I just had it up there. Money bushes. Signs. Moneybushes.com is a good place to buy them. It's about the cheapest you're going to get them. What are good books to read? This is a great question. I love this question. Um, so if you're just starting out, um, I would recommend profit first. One of your first books to read. Another first book to read is the magic of thinking big. If you're not an entrepreneur or you're just getting started, um, the magic of thinking book big is a great book to start understanding, um, thinking positive thinking. Um, and (laughs) this book was written in the 1950s. But a lot of books that you read after came from this book. So The Magic of Thinking Big is a great book to read. Um, If you're in business and you're trying to get to the next level, E-Myth is a good book. E-Myth Revisited is a good book also. Um, if you go to, if you go to kingofpressurewash.com and then go to the resource page, um, at the bottom, I have a list of books and podcasts that I put on there that I would recommend. But like I said, if you go to pressurewashup.com slash resource, um, I think, is this it here? Oh, nope. That's responsibility. Um, resource, King of Pressure Washing and go to the resource page. I put a bunch of podcasts and books that I would recommend. Um, Andrew, you have beat me up enough. I got my signs in today going out Friday. Uh, preach it. I bought a hundred about to buy 200 more. Is there a way to pre-qualify customers or is there more of that is more of Christmas lights? Um, Christmas lights, Facebook ads and Google ads too expensive. What's too expensive? Um, I mean, <laughs> You got to know what, how much it costs to get a customer. If you want to grow and scale and you think one of those, both of those are too expensive, you'll never grow and scale. Um, it costs much, you know, on average, it costs $60 to, um, 50 to a hundred dollars to get a customer for a pressure washing customer. If that's too expensive, then it's going to be real hard to grow and scale. It's just 
This is part of the business. This is why having an average ticket of $300 is really hard to get customers, right? If, because if we're, if our average ticket's only 300 bucks and we're only spending $10 on marketing, that means that it's, I only got $30 to get another customer. But if my average customer is 600, 800, 1000, now I can spend the 60, 80 or $100 to get another customer. And so it's all about knowing our numbers. It's all about knowing how much does it cost to get a customer. You know, you're right. It is expensive. Google ads, you know, on average, it's $10 a click is actually cheap. So it takes three clicks to get a lead. And if you are closing at 50%, that means you're going to spend $60 to get a lead. That's going to pay you money. And so it's all a numbers game. This being in business ain't got nothing to do with pressure washing. Being a business is a big math numbers game. And if you're good at math and numbers game, you will blow this business up. And that's why some of the most, you know, one of probably the most successful kids I know out there right now that did $2 million in pressure washing has a financial degree. And he knows his numbers inside and out. He knows numbers about how long it takes to do everything. He knows numbers about everything. And if you want to know who he is, go look up Wise Guys out of Atlanta. Um, he's 28 years old, 27, 28 years old, did $2 million. He's, his goal for this year is $2.7 million and $800,000 in Christmas light. And this will be his second year doing Christmas light. His first year he did $200,000 in Christmas lights. So he knows his numbers. Don't be scared to bid it high. You're worth it. I'm raising my prices this year. What percentage of yearly growth should be in marketing? I like 10%. Um, 10% is a good place. 10 to 15%. 10 is usually a good, but 10 to 15. How do you set up um, not run through hose reel? You just put a quick connect there and do it that way. I've got a video on it. The thing that I use don't. They don't sell them anymore, so that's the only problem. 10% of growth should be there. Marketing works for the big companies. We hear and see them every day. It works for the little companies, too. These bad boys right here, this is marketing. This right here is marketing. You know, I grew my business off of AdWords. I, I grew my business off of AdWords. That's how I grew my business to a million dollars a year. It didn't start out a million dollars a year. But it got to a million dollars a year because I used AdWords. Any CRM that you pull an email list from will help kickstart you off the next year and keep you going through the year. Get those signs out, Kim, to ask for forgiveness rather than there for permission. Is there a pressure wash convention going on in Myrtle Beach this weekend? It's only an hour drive for me. It's not a convention. It's my pressure washing class and it is an amazing class you will it will put you way ahead i will guarantee you that um you will 10x it i know you'll 10x it you'll probably close to 100x it um you can go to kpwtrain.com it starts on friday and it's saturday friday and saturday we'll teach with all hands on with all um there's well the first part we talk about all the chemicals the second part we actually go out and pressure wash a house um, you actually get to do the pressure washing. Um, so that way you get to know how to do your patterns and know how to do it quickly and how to get it all done fast. And then the second day is 
balls of the wall, nothing but marketing. How to get business, how to sell to customers. I'm Chris Johnson, who is going to be there also teaching, and it is going to be fire. E-Myth is a good book. How to Win Friends and Influence Others uh, and Influence People is a great book. It's by, um, um, shoot, what's I can't think of his name. Uh, I can't think of his name. Um, do you know anything about IP marketing, such as Chosel for Google geotag targeting an area? Um, I know a little bit about it. Um, there's a company out of Louisville. It's not that, it's not that company. It's a different one and they do it. It is a little bit expensive, but it works. The pumpkin plan is a good book. I agree. That's a great book. Pluck the suckers off. Um, are Google ads better than yard signs? It's one of those things that are both. You really need both. How would you allocate $5,000 advertising budget, yard signs, Google ads, anything else? Um, is that for the year? Is that for, you know, is that, what's that for? Um, that would be my question. Is that, are you trying to shoot for 50 grand and you want to do five, you want to do 500 a month? You know, there's a lot of questions about that right there. To me, it depends on your market. Cost per click and do you have a good converting landing page? That's what it comes down to a lot. Um, and you can make posts and have them queued up to post daily automatic for $13 with Canva. Yep. If you, Jason, if we're in the three pack, do we need AdWords? Yes. We do. We want them because we want to show them on the ads. We want to show them at the, the um, LSAs. We want to show them at um, there. We want to be organic. We want to take up as much of that freaking first page as we can. Um, and now it ain't even a first page. It's just one page. But we want to take up the top of that page as much as we can. We want to take up everything we can. We want to show up in Facebook. We want to show up in Home Advisor. We want to show up in everything that there is so they know who we are. Um, in the town where I live could told me to put license number on yard sign. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that, but, um, if you want to learn more about marketing and all of that and King of Pressure Wash, um, again, you can go to King of Pressure Wash or KPW. This will take you to the in-person training. I've got like five or six. We're going to be doing indie. There may be a good chance that there will be a permanent lighting class involved in April. Don't know a hundred percent yet, um, but there is a chance for it. Um, and then um, we will also be talking um, at all my other classes. Um, we'll be having a Christmas light pressure washing class in India and in, in Raleigh. Um, so those are some places that you'll be able to see that. You can also go check out King of Pressure Wash and there you will find everything um, about um, about pressure washing. I have my whole membership in there. We do Monday night marketing every Monday night. There's about 40 people that come in, 40 to 50 people come in, talk about marketing, talk about their business. It's more of a coaching. It's more of a coaching hour and a half. Um, it's only 15 marketing and about an hour and a half of coaching um, from me. And so that's something that you will definitely want to check out. And then I just thought hand or just put up kingofmarketing.io if you haven't checked it out go check it out 
kingofmarketing.io. I haven't even put a little thing up here at the top. Um, and this is where if I'm doing a website, um, I'm putting websites together. I am starting to run Google ads. It is expensive for me to run Google ads, but you get a lot more than just Google ads. Um, you can get Google ads. You get me posting for you and I'm going to actually offer one, uh, you, Facebook ads. If you want to run Facebook ads, you'll get that too. Um, but other than that, that is where I will, I'm kind of been focused my, my time here lately. We sell time, not pressure washing. You're getting it, Ernie. You're getting it. You're 100% getting it. Um, for sure. That's exactly what it is. Uh, marketing to me is like, a table, the more legs of marketing you have, the more stable you are. Um, your business will be good. And this is so true, right? We don't want to put all our eggs in one basket because we put all our eggs in one basket and we get a hole in it. It's a disaster. Um, and so that's what I'm going to leave off here tonight. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You might go buy a 500 yard signs and next you're getting, and there has been people get two, $300 fines for their yard signs. Yard signs ain't going to work very good if you're getting fined that much. Now, if that yard sign's bringing in two, $3,000, then hell, I'll put that. They can find me for $200, right? But if if yard signs aren't working, then we got to go to somewhere else. We got to do Google ads. We got to do Facebook. We got to do different things. And, and it's just what he said right here. The more legs we have, the better off we are, right? If we have 10 legs under our table, and you know, and that's the thing, there's more ways of marketing than just one way of marketing. There's, you know, there's 10, 20, 30 different ways that we can get customers. And so that's the important part of this, of knowing where to do that. What is the best process for outsourcing a job? What are deciding factors in choosing the business to work with? Um, that's a tough one. Um, are they going to do the job correctly? Are they, um, are they a fly by night? You know, how much are they going to charge you? How much are you going to pay them? It can work because a lot, if you're good at marketing and they suck at marketing, guess what? They don't, they can't get jobs. So they'll do it cheaper for you. So those are some things to think about. But other than that, I hope you all have a great night. I'll see whoever's going to be in Myrtle Beach this weekend. Um, I can't wait to see you all and learn about how we're going to grow your business and get it to scale. Um, so hope you all have a great night, and we'll see you all later. All right, guys, that is all the time we have for today's show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I know you found this as exciting as I did. If you appreciate the work we do it here at King of Pressure Wash, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And give this episode a five-star review. I would appreciate it very much. This helps me get to other people so that they can be successful just like you can be also. And if you're looking to start and grow your own pressure washing business to give you and your family financial freedom, time freedom, be sure to sign up at thekingofpressurewash.com so you can be the king of pressure washing in your area.